Welcome to the Jill on Money Coronavirus Market Update. Oh boy, Sunday night, 7.24 p.m. is when we are taping this and we are going to drop it tomorrow morning. It's going to come into your feed. And if you have been blissfully unaware of what's going on, the latest is that the coronavirus stimulus bill, which is not a stimulus bill, it's just, it's basically a freaking life support bill for lots of Americans, failed in a key Senate procedural vote. And from what I understand from my colleagues at CBS News, there's a pretty big fight here about what protections there are going to be for labor versus the businesses that get bailed out or helped during this time. So it's not just a a nothing. It's not a nothing burger. It's not like, uh, oh, you're going to hear that it fails in a procedural vote and you're going to say, oh, those guys stink. There's actually a real battle going on as to how this is going to be framed. Because remember, in the 2008-2009 period, we learned a lot about how to help individuals and how to help corporations and what U.S. taxpayers deserve in helping companies get through bad times. So I think that this is not such a nothing burger and it's not politics. It's actually substantially different approaches to how the bill would be framed. Now, unfortunately, here at 725 on Sunday night, the failure of this bill has caused stock index futures to drop by about 5%. We also see oil drop by about 5%. And uh, again, this is very reminiscent of that time in 2008 when the first TARP bill failed in the Senate. I think it was Congress or the Senate. I can't remember where the first vote was. And uh, the market tumbled. So there is going to be a plan. It's going to be somewhere around one and a half, maybe even $2 trillion. I bet when we're all said and done, this is going to be three, maybe $4 trillion. And so it's going to be another rocky day. That means that you're going to have more questions. We are here to help try to bring some calm or bring some help in you making some big decisions. So if you've got a question, just send us an email. It's askjill at jillonmoney.com. Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com and we'll do our best to help you out. Mark and I are right here for you, okay? So this is from Jeff who says he's a longtime listener and a first-time emailer. And he says, I normally review my portfolio every quarter and rebalance if anything is off by a few percentage points or more. And I'm usually very good at actually making the changes, selling what's done well, putting money into whatever has lagged. I haven't actually looked at my portfolio in weeks, but I'm guessing my allocation targets are off. Should I stick with my quarterly plan? Should I rebalance whenever I'm off my targets by a few percentage points? I have no qualms buying stocks now. I'm in this for the long haul. But with the market shifting so much from day to day, it's true, right? My concern is that my allocations might be off on a day the market is really down and then fine again the next day if there's a big game. Thanks for everything you do. Stay safe and healthy. Jeff, you know what I think? Maybe the best way to do this is to shift to just really being very clear that it's quarterly, all right? And what I would say is here we are coming to the end of the quarter, right? March 31st. Stick to your allocation. Just do it on March 31st and don't look at it again for 90 days. And then you can rebalance in 90 days. I don't think you need to do more than that. And I don't think you need to overthink this. I think that the, you know, obviously things are whipping around. I 
I, I don't have a better way to, to judge your rebalancing than just simply saying, let's do it every 90 days, and then you stick to it. And I think that'll be fine. All right? Deep breath before you do that. Okay, here's from Jillian, whose subject line reads, housing market, bad time to buy? Okay, here's the message. Right before the current COVID-19 crisis hit, we put in an offer on a house. The sellers went with a cash offer from an investor. But today, the cash offer was withdrawn, and we are next in line. We love the house, but are concerned with the market. We are not flippers. We plan to live in this house for at least a decade. So we imagine that the market will rebound and it will turn out okay. We are also secure in our employment, so we aren't too worried about mortgage payments. However, I'm wondering if this is a bad time to buy. I know that interest rates are at a record low, so that's encouraging. But will prices drop dramatically soon? Thank you for your insight. You know, it's funny. The housing market is really going to be interesting. I was just talking about this as I was driving all over New York State to get my last licks in before 8 p.m. tonight. I don't know what's going to happen to the housing market. Here's what I know. If you are secure in your employment, if you have the down payment ready, what I would probably do is essentially stick to the game plan of buying a house. However, what I also might do, depending on how much you like the house, I mean, are you willing to lose this house? I might back off and say to the folks who are selling, the world has turned around in the, let's say, 30 days or 45 days since we entered this bid. And I think you might want to think of going back and saying, we're going to drop our bid. We still want this house, but there's so much uncertainty and we want to buy this house at a discount because conditions have changed. Unless you think that you have to have this house and you're just going to kill yourself if you don't get it, I would do that. I would try to get a better price because you're not being kind of cutesy about it. The world has changed since you put this bid in. So let's see how you can do with this. I, th I think you're going to be, I think you might be surprised. All right. Here's a question from Frank. Will the stimulus money that will be received in April and May be taxable? Well, I don't know yet because we don't have the deal set, but I think that it is not going to be taxable. I think it's just going to be a check. And it was interesting because there was one idea that everybody should just get a check and then those who made a lot of money have it be taxable. But this, I don't believe it's going to be taxable. So that would be great. Uh, Celestia writes, I had my grandchildren open a 401k at their jobs. I don't know what to tell them now. Leave it alone and keep putting money in or stop putting money in. Help. Uh, look, keep putting money in. I bet your grandkids are young and they're buying at a discount and tell them to make sure to use just maybe a nice target date fund. Go slow and steady there and keep putting money in. That's the beauty of starting to put money in in your 20s. You don't have to worry about this for a long, long time. Okay. Craig writes, Jill, now more than ever, you need to be a true financial leader and help people understand that we will make it through the current situation. If you currently stress the long-term perspective, you can help people see they will get through this and not have knee-jerk reactions that can cause serious long-term negative impacts. Please continue to help report the news and also provide the proper, positive, long-term perspective that we all need. The world is not coming to an end. Thank you. Okay. I think I do that. It's very difficult to report on the news when the news is bad, um, but it was interesting because I did a hit on CBS this morning on Saturday morning, and 
I had to talk about what economists are predicting. And I have another economist predicting equally bad news. You know, we had economists at one bank say there's going to be, JP Morgan Chase said there's going to be a 14% decline in the second quarter. Then economists at Goldman Sachs said they think it's going to be a 24% decrease. Then we have economists this evening saying at Morgan Stanley, a 30% decrease. So it's not going to be pretty. The economy has hit a freaking wall. Okay, guys? And yes, we will get through it. And I am long-term and I believe in the United States capitalism, capitalist system. And I believe that we will get through this. It is not fair to set people up to think that everything's going to be fine right away because it's going to suck for a while and it's going to suck for some people more than others. So if you have a lot of money or you've saved a lot of money or you're in a job where you're not going to see your hours cut and you're not going to be laid off, it's all well and good to to stress the long-term perspective, but we have to make sure that we take care of people who don't have those luxuries. All right. So let's all get through this together. I am, you know, um, someone said to me that I was, uh, it was funny. said like I was optimistic. I'm not really optimistic. I'm always much more optimistic in the middle of a bear market because I do feel much more comfortable saying to you that it's going to be ugly for a while and it will get better. I'm not so good at being optimistic when markets are making new all-time highs. I'm just a wimp. And so I don't like it like that. I like it when things are more reasonable. This is scary and we're not going to sugarcoat it and we're going to, we are going to get through it, but we must also really come to terms with the fact that this is going to be hard for a lot of people and we must take care of those people. That is what it is to live in the richest country in the world. We take care of our own. Okay. Rosemary writes that she's a teacher in New York State. She's retiring on July 1st. I have a great retirement, and I do not plan on touching my 403B until I'm 70. I'm currently 62. Should I cash it in or just sit with it? Thanks. I love listening to you on 880. That's WCBS in New York City. Rosemary, I'll tell you what. I think you, as long as you've got a nice balanced portfolio and you haven't gone too crazy and you don't need this money for eight years, eh, why would I do anything with it? Leave it alone. You're in good shape. It's one beautiful thing about having a pension, boy. Oh, you don't have to worry about generating money out of that portfolio anytime soon. Okay. Tamim writes, I love your show and your advice. Thanks for the recent podcast. I have a few mutual funds as part of my IRA. Some are not performing well. Is it a good time to sell them and put the money in better performing funds? Or should I wait for the market to come back up again? This is Tam in Minneapolis. Tam, I don't know. I want to know a little bit more about you. Okay. I don't know how old you are. I don't know when you need the money. And I want to know what this money, uh, when you might access the money. And what are we talking about? Are you talking about you have stock funds? Of course, all stock funds are, you know, crapping out. But if you have a well-diversified portfolio and the stock part of the allocation looks crappy, well, no kidding. It's going to look crappy. Send me more information, maybe even a screenshot of those funds, and then we can try to uh, work that out. I'm just going to read you one one note here. This is again from Ellen Zentner. I want to understand. I want everyone to understand this. Just because we're going to go through this brick wall right now and it's going to be painful doesn't mean this is forever. So this is the most negative report from an economist that I respect that I have seen so far. All right, and this is the most negative. And uh, Ellen Zentner of Morgan Stanley said in the April through June quarter, they anticipate that there will be a 30% drop in gross domestic product, that unemployment is going to be up above 
percent at 12.8 percent that consumption meaning the spending by both consumers and businesses is going to contract and the way she phrased it economic activity has come to a near standstill in March and she basically is saying which I think we all know that as social distancing measures increase and we see a number of areas start to shut down California New York and other big parts of the uh, US economy are shutting down there's going to be pain but what they say is the Morgan Stanley team predicts GDP will fall 2.4% in the current quarter stink in the second quarter but it'll begin to recover in the third quarter and then we'll actually start to grow in the second half of the year and so what's important about that is that that gives you the idea that this is the sudden shock okay a sudden shock. If we can really keep that in mind, that it is sudden and that's what's so scary about it, but that we can probably get through this and we will get through this, I shouldn't say probably, that we can take a long-term view. If you cannot afford to take a long-term view, that's okay. Send us your questions. I'm going to start doing a whole bunch of research right now. This is my week. As soon as I get this uh, Senate plan out and when they agree on it, that's when we're going to start looking at what exactly every single type of person needs to think about who's impacted by this pandemic. And if you get a chance, hop onto the website to jillonmoney.com. You'll see that I have a very scary blog post up and it's under the read tab and it's called Pandemic Economy Winter Has Come. And yes, there's a Game of Thrones reference there and I lay it out for you. If you want to understand what's really going on, this is where we are, and we will absolutely get through it. And I am just 100% clear that Mark and I are going to do every single thing we can do to help hold your hands as we get through this together. So if you've got a financial question, if you've got anything going on, send us a note. I may not know the answer, but I'll do some research for you. The email address is askjill at jillonmoney.com. Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. And you can always, again, go onto the website, jillonmoney.com. Pass this along to all your friends. We're here. We are here for you. Tell them to subscribe to the podcast. Just do it anywhere you get your favorite podcasts. And we will keep you up to date and we'll talk to you tomorrow. So thanks so much for listening. It's Monday. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Be safe. Be nice to each other. Don't worry. This stuff is going, is going to end at some point. Okay. We'll see you tomorrow. 